Welcome to the Holistic Mindset Podcast, a space dedicated to inspiring and empowering women in their personal and entrepreneurial journeys. I'm your host, Karen Taylor, a holistic life and mindset coach here on a mission to help you magnetize your manifestations and generate soulful success as an ambitious woman. This podcast is your go-to resource providing you with insightful conversations and actionable strategies that will unlock your potential, ignite your passion, empower you to fully embrace yourself and expand your mindset to new heights. Prepare to be motivated, inspired and empowered as we dive deep into the mindset, energetics and strategies needed to create your version of success. So, Let's get right into it. Welcome back to another episode, you guys. I am really wanting to use this space just to really speak on what's been going on with me internally, spiritually, energetically. I have been going through a really recent upgrade is the word I want to use when it comes to my self-connection, my spirituality, my feminine energy connection, my feminine leadership. I am starting to feel things really start to expand more and level up and upgrade as I was saying within myself in that area and I do have someone to thank for that. I did attend a two-day event with Nikki, who was running The Conscious Woman, which was, yeah, exactly as the title explains, all about femininity, becoming conscious, being really connected to your feminine energy, that somatic work. And when I use the word somatic, I mean like body, nervous system work, as well as the mindset work. Um, and I learned so much from her and it really helped to kind of click a few of those final pieces that I really needed for myself and my journey um, when it comes to this um, feminine energy connection and, you know, this real somatic work as well, which really just helped me get back into my body, really feel in my body um, to really help like elevate those energetics and tap into that power and start to express the, you know, the dark feminine, the light feminine and what that really looks and feels like specifically. Yeah, it was such a beautiful event. And I think from my whole journey of working on my mindset and learning about the energetics and understanding feminine and masculine and learning how to integrate that for myself over my journey I feel after attending this event, I've just gotten those final few pieces and a few more like of those embodiment pieces to really help me, you know, just, yeah, click in those last few little pieces that I needed um, to really feel like I'm on the right track and then I know what I'm doing and I know what specific things I need to continue to work on in my journey. And I feel so much more just like in tuned and in alignment with myself where I want to go where I want to take my coaching business how I then want to coach and teach um, because obviously now that I have really learned so much more knowledge in this area and 
really learned how to take myself through that journey. Now I can integrate that further, learn about it further and start to teach that to my clients too, to really help and support them. Because that's what my coaching is. My coaching is helping women who, you know, are super ambitious, are high achievers and are really hungry and are just really stuck in this like burnout, masculine survival state all of the time. And they are wanting to build a business and be more connected and heart-centered, but they need to go through these shifts and these changes mindset-wise, energetically-wise to really step in, connect to their feminine energy and that feminine power and leadership. Um, and that's the journey I've had to go through, which is why I love teaching. Because I'm like, hey girl, I was there too. I've been there too. Let me show you how I did it. Yeah. So I really want to share with you more in depth what's been really going on with me and more specifically sharing with you some vulnerable stuff around my feminine wounds, my masculine wounds, um, and what I've had to do to really help heal those specific types of wounds um, to really help me step into the more integrated version of my energies. Um, Because I still feel like there was some, you know, leaky energy somewhere when it came to the specific traumas and um, things I had to experience, all the relationships I've had that aren't the best. And, you know, I guess like a good place for me to really start off is by really just where I was let's start with where I was about a year ago, you know, before I stepped into the coaching space, uh, oh gosh, it would have been a year and a half ago now, when I was still working as a registered nurse and I was in this really chronic masculine state where it was go, 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 work stupidly hard, sacrifice everything, rest is for the dead, just make money, get yourself supported, you know, follow the rat race, get a uni degree, work your way up, you know, all of these things that a lot of us are taught. And I just trained myself to be so good at, so good at just achieving. That's probably what it was. I was, I got so good at achieving and reaching for achievement and then getting it and going like, hey, look at me, look at me, like trying to prove myself to other people for some reason. Um, well, I do know the reason now, but that is why why I was doing it. I was trying to prove and I was like, hey, look at me, I can do it too. And a lot of, I guess I will share that with you. The reason why I really stepped into this idea of like, I need achievement to prove to other people I can do it is because I had gone through um, a lot of personal issues, uh, a lot of mental health issues during my teenage years, which then led me to making a very, very rash decision to drop out of school and never go back again. And it was my decision and mine alone. I just woke up one day, I was like, I'm not going back. and while I was living with my dad at the time, that was obviously not not a decision that he necessarily took lightly, um, coming from a very academic background himself. So there was definitely that rocky relationship there of like, if I wasn't um, like doing well or achieving something, I felt that there was like this disconnect from my relationship with my father. And when I then, you know, 
grew up a little bit, recouped, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to uni, I'm going to study, and I'm going to prove to people I am smart, I can do this. You see? And I stepped into this, I'm going to prove you wrong, like ego mentality of like, look, see, I am smart. Look, see, I can be successful. Look, see, I am doing really well. Even though I was a high school dropout, even though I was suffering with mental health and seems like I was on a huge decline, I had this big turnaround and I was like, I'm going to prove everyone wrong and show them that I am still capable and I can, and I can still do this. And I think that's where a lot of my motivation and drive came from, which was from a place of a lot of pain and pain being a very huge motivator over desire. And that's what really drew me and gave me so much of that ambition, that high achiever, um, you know, characteristic, even though it came from a trauma response place, it did get me a lot of places. I did become uh, I would deem at least quite successful in my nursing career, being able to work my way up, get into critical care. Um, I was working towards my master's degree. Um, again, trying to show that proving, be like, look at me, I can do my master's. I'm going to get a high title job. So when I did eventually hit like absolutely rock bottom again from all of my burnout, from all of my stress, from being in the survival state for so, 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 so long, I... It, and listen back to my very first episode if you want to learn more about this specifically. But I had gone on a two-week holiday, um, holiday at home. I didn't actually go anywhere. I just stayed at home. I obviously, being a nurse, was doing a lot of shift work. So during my two weeks, I had regular sleeping patterns. I was eating better. I was going to gym, moving my body. I was seeing my family, my friends. I was doing things I loved being outside in nature and I was like I feel fucking amazing why do I not feel like this all the time that's the long story short of that so coming out and then making this huge transition to my coaching career and starting getting certified as a coach and starting my business again listen to episode one if you want to dive deeper into like that transition period for me but I was like cool I've like cleared out my shit I've worked through my major limiting beliefs one of them being, I have to work really hard and sacrifice a lot for money. I was like, cool, I've cleared that limiting belief now. I'm going to start my business. I'm going to start my business while still working my shift work nursing job. And I just happened to have like repeated the same pattern again. Like <laughs> I got into business and while it is required to do a little bit of hustling in your first like three to six months, um, I was doing that and look, I did manage well on a day to day, but there were just some times where I would have a bit of a breakdown. So I'm like, why do I feel like I'm not doing enough? Why do I feel like I'm still behind? And I'm sure so many people here that are listening that do identify as ambitious, as high achievers can so relate to that feeling of like, I don't feel like I'm doing enough. Um, and I don't feel like proud of myself with what I'm doing so far. So there was definitely these um, symptoms kind of coming up of me falling back into that old pattern of where I was in my nursing career of like trying to show and prove like, hey, I can build a business. I can do this while I'm working and just like pushing, grinding, pushing, grinding, pushing, grinding with no rest, like no rest, you guys. It was not great. I did have a coach to really support me and she really did encourage me to be taking days off here and there, which I did but I needed to do more of, 
But anyway, I um, I just feel that that time in particular, I was starting to fall back into that pattern. And then even like on and off throughout my business journey in that first year, I still felt myself falling back into that same pattern of like, I need to be working more and I'm not satisfied with where I am. And I'm sure, yeah, so many of you can relate to that as well too, just not feeling like satisfied with where you are. And while each time this pattern like reoccurred in my business journey, I had to really kind of stop and reflect and be like, okay, I see this popping up again. How can I work on this a bit better? But it would still keep kind of coming up. And I used to get really frustrated at this, um, but it wasn't until I really learned that this is normal. It's normal for that old same pattern to keep kind of coming up. Like you get better at it, but it will still kind of like circle back around and you have to deal with it again. Because here's the thing that I've really learned on my mindset and self-development journey is that even when you deal with some shit, that shit will still arise again. You just get better at managing it, dealing with it, feeling through it and not suppressing it. Um, and that's why it's called a journey and why there's no real like end destination to your self-development and to like your healing as well too, right? Um, what really hit home for me at Nikki's event was when she was telling me about how all these patterns kind of keep repeating um, and it's normal as long as you're, you're learning from it each time and you're ascending upwards on that pattern journey. I was like, oh, I see that makes so much more sense now. So now when they... I can start to now manage moving forward when that pattern comes back around again i can know how to recognize it understand it and then recondition it from there um, but more from a somatic body energetic point of view as well as my mindset so that was something really interesting as well too but you guys like this battle of me falling back into my old masculine patterns my old masculine behaviors and thoughts it's it is challenging and it really does get to me because it at the end of the day we still live in a man's world right and i love my partner to absolute death but he's extremely masculine he works a lot he has a very successful business um he is yeah very much like you just got to keep working you should keep going hard you just need to sacrifice a little bit and that's his mentality. It's just like work really hard, you know, gain the wealth, gain the success, and then it's all good. And I completely love him for how he is and where he is at his where he is at the moment with his journey and his self development and how he likes to, you know, look at life and his business. And I respect that that's the way he likes to run things. But I found that sometimes I would start to compare myself to that. Like, well. Maybe I need to start working longer hours. Maybe I need to be working like quote unquote harder as well too. So then it looks like I'm also like becoming successful and doing all the things, right? If you are listening to this podcast, chances are you're an ambitious woman who craves expansion. Are you looking for a supportive community that inspires growth and empowers you? Then you're in the right space. Join my Holistic Mindset Podcast Facebook community specifically designed for women just like you. In this community, you can connect with like-minded women going through their own self-development and entrepreneurial journey. You also have access to my free masterclass resources and other self-development content that cannot be found anywhere else. This is your chance to surround yourself with motivation and inspiration 
while building genuine connections that can up-level your mindset and life. Follow the link in the show notes below to join this abundant Facebook community and start expanding your mindset today. But the more and more that I've been diving deeper into this feminine energy work and the feminine connection is that women are just not designed to be hustle and grind all the time. It doesn't, we don't work like that. And I wish someone would have told me this, um, I guess my whole life, because we're only ever compared to what the man can do. And the thing is, is that like, yeah, men run off, and I think I said this in the other episode, but men run off like that 24 hour circadian rhythm cycle, which is just like the day to night cycle. And then all the hormones just reset the next day and it's just like boom, boom, boom. And they, they can work like that. But for women, when we have a give or take 28 day moon cycle, right? With our hormones and our energy levels fluctuating all the time, we actually can't work like that. Um, but anyways, I feel like I'm getting off topic with that so far, but just something interesting to keep note of as well. But for me, just to really make that understanding of like, I don't need to work so hard, like quote unquote hard and sacrifice like so much to gain success in my business. I can actually just choose to work smarter and more effectively and more productively with my masculine. So then I can actually have more time for my feminine. Because as a female entrepreneur, a female business owner, we have to be super vigilant of where, of how much I should say we are in our masculine. Because the thing is, is that your masculine is going to build your business. Let's be real here. I know you may see people online who are airy fairy and floating around on a beach all the time and have like a seven figure business. But you got to understand is that they have an entire team behind them doing all the masculine shit so they can be airy-fairy on the beach all day. But that is not realistic in your early stages or even like the three to five years stages of you and your business. And we have to really learn this energetic duality. Using the masculine to structure and organize and give you some like, yeah, the structure, right? to go about your day to get stuff done so then when you've built that structure then you can have more flow yeah and I think it took me a little while to work out what that meant and what that looks like for me and my business and how to more so step into it energetically and feel that change feel that shift between the two and you know use it to my advantage um, but mostly just really listening to my body and listening to my energy levels. Um, again, I'm not perfect. I'm not saying that I am the absolute like mastery at all things feminine and masculine energy, but I've done so much fucking work, you guys, to really help me shift out of the state of constantly in survival and feeling overwhelmed and burnt out. And, you know, I've really had to strengthen my connection to myself, my intuition with myself, really stepping into my power of who I am as a person, a woman, a leader, a coach, um, a partner as well. It all interplays this energetic work. I'm only just specifically talking about business, but this applies to everything in life with these different polarities and energetics. And it really has like opened up my eyes and changed the way I've looked at a lot of things. But 
in order for me to really step into that fully and have that integrated version of my energies, I've had to really heal, yeah, my masculine and my feminine wounds. Obviously, heal that relationship with the masculine and, you know, allow allow the masculine to actually support me, allow the masculine to actually help me grow my business and not hold so much resentment to when it had burnt me the fuck out so much before and actually be more appreciative and tuned of its support to give me that structure to give me that pillar to lean on in business but I have to do a lot of work around just like healing that relationship with my father because that's where a lot of those masculine wounds have really come from um is then just like not feeling that sense of love and safety within our relationship again this being like the root 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 cause that I've been really trying to navigate through so I can fully step into the integrated version of myself. Yeah, and then healing my relationship with my feminine energy. You know, obviously a lot of us are really taught that, you know, like crying, crying is being sucky and like, why are you so emotional? Why are you so this? Um, Oh, you're, you're not tired. You're just being lazy when we're actually just like on our period or you know what I mean? Like, I feel there's been so much, um, so much shame thrown at being a feminine woman and so much shame thrown on expressing emotions and our periods and, you know, what it's like to actually be a woman and live this life and have these heightened feelings, heightened emotions. And, you know, this beautiful kind of power that we really have, but we're being shamed and guilted for expressing it or feeling into it so then we kind of shy away from it and just try and like fit into this mold of the masculine world so I've had to really heal this idea of where I'm so disconnected from myself um, and where I'm so disconnected to my body specifically Um, I haven't yet started the process but I have been looking into uh actually no i have actually already booked but i'm gonna be coming off contraception and starting that journey of resyncing and reconnecting back to my cycle and feeling into my body again and actually you know oh my god i've been on contraceptive for six years straight six years straight actually i think it'd probably even be seven. Oh my goodness yeah seven years straight it'd probably be um, which is wild, so, so, so wild that I've been disconnected for that long, um, especially when I learnt the other day that it actually takes, oh goodness, was it five or six years? It takes five or six years for a feminine cycle to mature. So I've never given my body a chance to mature in its own natural cycle. And um, this is for me going to be a really big step that I'm going to take in my journey to really connecting back to myself and my body so I can fully step into that power of my feminine energy and that connectedness to myself. Um, Because I know the more I do this work on myself, the more that I really take my my health, my mindset, my my energetics into like as my biggest priority, that's when I'm going to see the biggest change in my business because I'm going to be more grounded in who I am, more expressive and connected into who I am. While I am already those things and gosh, like if any of you could have seen what I was like and what my mindset was like, say like two years ago to where I am now, you would see two different people. 
I have done so much work on myself. I am confident. I am authentic and expressive in who I am. But I know that there's still like that, that, um, that unlocked level inside of me of that connectedness that I'm still yet to discover and really, you know, yeah, tap into if that makes sense. And I'm really excited to start this journey and hopefully reach that point of, you know, really connecting to myself and having that expression of my feminine come through. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, like for anyone that is listening, this is like, whoa, this is like so much, <laughs> this is so much information about feminine and masculine energies. Um, I think I do have an episode as well, talking about, talking about the types of feminine and masculine energies and really just breaking down the basics. But at the end of the day, like your masculine is your doing energy is the doing, 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 go, go, go organization, logic, structure um you know uh protectiveness protect the protect and provide sort of mentality um the sense of safety all of that and the feminine energy is more so the being you know being super present being really connected being in flow yeah being really creative intuitive compassionate heart-centered and the idea of what I was saying earlier about stepping into like my feminine leadership, especially as a business owner, as a coach, is learning how to really, truly integrate both of those energies and have that healthy kind of like duality, that integrated duality between the two. So I can be really heart-centered. I can be really compassionate. I can be super connected and in flow with who I am as a person and throughout my business while then having those masculine structures of like organization support systems um you know all of those more masculine things to really support me in my business so it feels easier to be in my feminine but it does require a lot of yes setting up or having teams getting support or in my case just a lot of trial and error to see like what's going to make it what's going to work easiest for me to really create that structure because at the end of the day it is so personalized and it really does require a lot of trial and error to find out what's going to work for you, your lifestyle, your schedule, what feels good. Again, if you are really in sync to your cycle, like connecting to that as well and using the times where we do have the most energy in our cycle to work harder and when we're coming to those like lower energy states during our cycle to work less. Things like that, yeah, which is another reason why I'm really excited to start that journey to connect to that so I can really, you know, harness that um, true energy, that harness those energy levels within myself as well. But I feel like I've potentially lost my track on the purpose of this episode. But I feel this was more so for me just to really share with you guys what's been going on with me and these shifts that I'm going through and... I feel this new, I just really feel this new evolution of myself and my business really starting to come out and it's making me really excited for, um, you know, 2024, obviously I'm recording this now, um, end of October, um, I've got so many beautiful events coming up for the rest of the year, I've got my birthday next month, I'm going away to Bali with my mastermind group. I it's my at my three year anniversary with my partner um, and obviously Christmas New Year's which is my absolutely favorite time of the year like November December January which is like summer here in Queensland um, 
absolute favorite time of the year. There's so many events on and I love the festive season. Um, so I'm really excited to just be so grounded and present over these next three months and then come January, February of 2024, really blossom into this next version of myself within my business and, you know, start to teach you girls a lot more about these types of energies, how to really make these internal shifts, how to show up more magnetic and powerful in your business by doing this work as well too it's honestly probably one of the biggest catalysts to why i've been able to grow so quickly is just from learning about these energies you guys learning about how to integrate and connect back to myself and it's been like a process it's not just been like oh cool i've read a book and now i understand it like i've had to read multiple books i've had to listen to multiple different podcasts i've had to learn it from uh learn it from two separate mentors then go to an in-person event about it and then i'm like oh i think i get it now <laughs> yeah there's no just like one-stop shop to necessarily like have everything that you need sometimes you need to hear something a few times sometimes you need to hear it from different people as well or sometimes one thing that you read or hear is just going to really click for you and you go oh my god i get it which is what happened to me in that two-day event with Nikki, bless her soul. She's such a beautiful angel. She just said something and we did this exercise and I was like, oh my God, I get it. I know what I'm missing. And it's funny, like I'll share with you, during the whole event, um, a lot of what Nikki was saying was like, yeah, I already know this. Like I teach this. And I'm like, but yet why do I still feel so like not fully there yet? And it took me till day two of the event and I can't even remember what we were talking about, but we were, we were talking on a topic about feminine energies and, you know, just like allowing yourself to really forgive and give yourself permission to really step into that really true version of you. And just the way that she had said it or something, I we then got up to do an exercise or we had a break or something. And I remember walking over to my friend who was there with me at the event, who's also a mindset coach and I looked at her and she's like, oh, so how, do you, how are you feeling? Like, wh- how are you going with like it all? Because we were obviously sitting separately. And I said to her, I was like, I think for so long, I have been trying to search for so many external answers. And while all of this knowledge has been amazing and I needed to learn all of this, I think at the end of the day, I just need to give myself permission and forgive myself and yeah just give myself that permission piece to just actually just be who the fuck I am and actually own that and fully step into my expression and my power and that I just need to give myself that permission slip to do that I don't need to wait for someone else to do that or wait to learn something to help me do that I know how to express myself. I know how to step into my power, but I'm not doing it for some reason. And it's because I wasn't, I was waiting for someone else's permission when I just needed to give it to myself. And when I had this realization and I said to her, I was like, I think I just need to give myself permission just to be me and to be magnetic and step into that version of myself that I've been wanting to become when I could just become it now. Like no one's stopping me from doing it other than me. So I need to give myself permission. And I broke down crying and I was like, what is this? 
what is this? And I was like, I think I'm having a breakthrough. <laughs> I was like, it's, I'm the only one stopping myself from fully stepping into that. And it was such a crazy experience because I was like, it's so simple. I already have all the answers. I just needed some people to help guide me to get there. But fuck, I'm already fucking powerful on the inside. I just need to express that. I just need to really connect to that. Um, but anyways, I just thought I'd share that with you because I find a lot of people will, you know, hire coaches or mentors just expecting to, you know, for them to get something out of it in the way of like, what am I trying to say? They, they will hire a coach or mentor to fix them rather than actually just use the guidance, use the tools, use the support to discover and connect more with yourself. Because here's the thing, like a coach can only do so much for you. A coach can guide you. A coach can, you know, help you make some shifts here and there. But at the end of the day, you have all the answers inside of you. You just sometimes need someone to be that third party, to be that mirror, to be like, hey, maybe you should look deeper into this. Or pick you up on the words that you were saying. Be like, hey, I actually think you're falling back into your limiting beliefs. I think you're falling back into your patterns. Yeah. A coach is a fan, like a good coach is just a mirror. A really good coach is a mirror who provides a lot of love and support and compassion, gives you all the frameworks, gives you all the tools, right? Gives you all the masculine stuff, then gives you a lot of their own love and support. But at the end of the day, you have all of the answers and everything you need inside of you. Just a lot of us don't know how to tap into that. A lot of us don't even know it's sitting there below the surface. Um, so that's why I've always invested into coaching. I've always invested into my self-development because it just takes that right person, the, the right way of things being taught for it to go like, oh my God, I get it. I see it now. I can now implement that. <sighs> but anyways, you guys, I did not realize how long I've been rambling on for, but I will leave it there. I really hope that this was more so like an insightful episode i normally don't share so much in depth about my personal journey and my personal stuff that's going on but i actually feel really glad that i have shared all of this with you during the episode so i would absolutely love to hear from you if you did find this really insightful and helpful and if you did get anything out of it i would absolutely love for you to share this on your stories message me on instagram let me know how you found this episode um, and then if I get a lot of good feedback, I will do more like vulnerable personal episodes with you to really share what's been going on in my journey. But yeah, appreciate you all so much. And I will chat to you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast episode. I hope today's episode has inspired you and provided valuable insights to help you expand your mindset. Thank you for tuning in each week and being a part of my journey. If you loved this episode, go share it on your Instagram story and tag me so I can see it. Your support and engagement towards this podcast means the world to me. Now, remember, the only limit you have is the one you place on yourself. So keep expanding. Enjoy the rest of your week and I'll be in your ears next Monday. 